0: Welcome to GovIT, a monthly podcast series from TD Sinex Public Sector, where we discuss the next generation of public sector IT solutions with the technology innovators driving the change. I'm your host, Tom Temin. The White House issued an executive order to improve the nation's cybersecurity. The now two-year-old order directs all agencies to take steps to improve their cybersecurity posture. One requirement of the order calls on federal agencies to adopt a zero-trust architecture. This is a security model that assumes no networked user or device can be trusted by default. But there's a component of technical debt that agencies carry that has impacted their ability to carry out this directive. In this episode, we sit down with Chris Roberts, Federal Technology Director for Quest Software, to discuss this topic further. Chris, good to have you with us.
1: Good to be back, Tom. Happy New Year.
0: And we are two years. Yeah, we. it seems like it. We are two years since, happy years, since the issuance of 14.028, that executive order referenced on cybersecurity. That's the one, of course, that mandated zero trust. And agencies have been working on this for a couple of years now. They're not all there yet. Talk about the single common security platform, though, that most government agencies actually have that can either help or impede their journey to uh, zero trust.
1: Sure. And it's, it's surprising that this hasn't been considered in most architectures. I think we've always been chasing zero trust from a solution standpoint. That is, if I get product X and product Y, That'll give me zero trust or least privilege, for instance. But the underlying infrastructure we have used, quite frankly, for challenge response authentication, for instance, across all most agencies, and excluding the DoD, has been Active Directory from Microsoft. It has been in place now, by my watch and calendar, about 24 years now. It was introduced in 1999. I actually had hair back then. It was a good time. And that has been the backbone, quite frankly, of all directory database capabilities, when I say directory database, Active Directory at its core was a user account database. It stored all the user credentials, all the information, for instance, the hash passwords, for instance, group policy relied on it, and it was literally contained in the database. That database now is, like I said, 24 plus years old, and it is literally the piece of legacy technology that holds together most federal IT networks, for authentication, for access, and for authorization across a multitude of different types of applications, and now even cloud platforms. But I was yeah, going to say, yes, the common denominator.
0: a lot of agencies have moved those directories to the cloud, but that doesn't change that fundamental fact that it's a good avenue for zero trust.
1: No, it does not change. As a matter of fact, that movement to the cloud often, I shouldn't say muddy the water, so I say clouds things up a bit. Because quite frankly, um, the cloud infrastructure is very different from the on-prem infrastructure. So the term hybrid is used considerably to talk about what I have on my on-prem infrastructure and what I have on my modern new architectures that are in the cloud. So for instance, so many different agencies now are deploying to the cloud, but yet you have on-prem capabilities that are still dependent on that legacy active directory. So you have applications from all kinds of vendors, really, the people that create your I2 devices, your, your, your authorization gateways, for instance, for card key access, and a whole set of common off-the-shelf applications that require Active Directory that aren't integrated yet with Azure AD, which is, I believe, is the cloud version of it. So you still need that on-prem capability, but you also now have to manage that technical debt that comes along with Active Directory, that it needs modernization, it needs optimization, for instance, and you still have to do a relative amount of complex auditing and monitoring of that Active Directory infrastructure to get to zero trust.
0: Yeah, so exactly then, what are the challenges that this Active Directory infrastructure, you might call it, presents when people are trying to get to that zero
1: trust? Well, I can to your home office, for instance. I mean, you know, during the pandemic, I, I started looking around all the filing cabinets that I had and said, like, wait a minute, Do I really need all these old files and active directory is very similar once you set up active directory and you start with a single end user and you grow it to a group and you grow it to a department and to an organization to an entire agency you start to collect objects and active directory chops everything up by objects so a printer is an object a gateway is an object a server is an object workstation users those are all objects and over time if you aren't diligent about it for instance you may have objects sitting around that have access granted to them that they don't need anymore. So take a service account for a firewall, for instance, you know, that may have certain privileges that are above and beyond the typical end user. And if you don't keep track of that particular account, for instance, a a malfeasant user outside or inside your organization, for instance, could use it to subvert basically and do what we call cross-scripting. That's to go across your organization, for instance, find an attack path to an actual domain controller and really cause damage. So over time, that legacy set of data that's contained within the Active Directory database has to be cleaned up, has to be optimized. So the first step to Zero Trust is to actually run really detailed reports to figure out exactly what do I have in AD, who has what credentials, for instance, and what privileges do they actually have? Because there's no point in modernizing something if you haven't cleaned up, cleaned it up in the first place.
0: Sure. And I imagine there could be millions of objects that need to be cleaned up given this 24-year legacy and, you know, how agencies are kind of slow to get rid of the old stuff sometimes.
1: There is a comfort level in something that just simply works. AD, or oh, short for Active Directory, has just worked for years for a lot of administrators and a lot of agencies. And there's a tendency to use the old adage: if it's not broke, don't fix it. And our adage, really quite frankly, is: you know, no, open that box, look inside there, decide: do I really need all these objects that are part of AD? For instance. So we'll have agencies come to us and they will say, well, look, Active Direct's been functioning just fine. Why should we bother optimize it or consolidate it, for instance, or modernize it at this point in time, for instance? Well, like the first question is, well. What do you plan to do about the executive order around zero trust? How do you plan to get to zero trust if you still are dependent on active directory and it isn't optimized as yet? So the first step in that is to run really detailed reports to understand exactly where all your components are, where all the domain controllers are, for instance, who all those users are and what their permissions are, and then start to figure out exactly, okay, now how do I map that to zero trust? And one of the tenets of zero trust is that nobody on the network is trusted. So by, by definition, a domain administrator is a very trusted individual. So how many of those accounts should you have on a network? By definition, Microsoft says, you shouldn't have any domain administrators. Everyone should have granted privileges based on their role within the organization. And that's one of the challenges to Zero Trust is to pull back those roles and that access we've granted over the years because people become entitled and it's like, no, I'm an administrator. I should always have super user status. And that's a very real battle you actually have to fight within the IT infrastructures of of federal agencies.
0: And what about the idea of simply moving to Azure AD since so many agencies already have Microsoft Office 365? That's become almost the de facto productivity platform.
1: Yeah, and that that is a real consideration, quite frankly. And and what we seem to sometimes conflate is that, oh, if I'm on Office 365, which is the common version of Azure that most agencies are using today, that's a productivity environment. So that's my word, PowerPoint, um, the Teams environment that many of us use for, for collaboration now. That's Office 365. There's another component of Azure that Microsoft refers to as M365. That is all the infrastructure that goes along with it. So that's Azure, for instance, that's web services, that's the SharePoint data farms that are in the back end. Now, that is your Azure sort of implementation and you need Azure AD for that, however, your on-prem infrastructure so that, that the hybrid piece that lives in your, your federal data center or the one run by your, your, your SI or integrator, for instance, that still relies on good old traditional active directory. And all the applications that are on your servers in your data center, even some you migrate to the cloud, are still looking for active directory to be present within your data center. So that's why you see a lot of talk about hybrid infrastructures, hybrid directory services, and a hybrid approach because you have to balance those two things until you can go what we call cloud native. That is when I push everything to the cloud and I've migrated, I've re-platformed and I've literally rewritten applications to take advantage of cloud directory services or cloud infrastructure until that time, I still have to maintain that on-prem infrastructure environment.
0: Wow. So you've detailed a pretty interesting problem, kind of a moat that needs to be crossed by federal agencies here. How can they then deal with this legacy in identity, really? What's the next steps? What should they do first here?
1: Sure. The first thing is to admit that is, there's nothing wrong with having technical debt in certain areas. And we we throw that word out like it's, like it's something to be ashamed of. And it's not. Technical debt simply refers to the investments we've made in our IT infrastructures, they're the things that keep the lights on. So right now I come to an agency or I come to my our environment right here, for instance, I still need AD to access applications, okay? There's nothing wrong with that. Now to get to a modern architecture for zero trust, for instance, where I now no longer trust somebody just simply because they work in the agency or that device has always been on the network. Now I now have to step back and say, okay, based on that person's role, or the device or how the device operates, I now have to decide exactly how do I implement security but still considering the fact that AD is part of that infrastructure. So the first step, as I said before, is like one, do you have detailed audit capability for what happens in AD? Because a lot of what happens in AD is still a mystery to most administrators. And until you can audit specifically what happens with logon events, for instance, and access events, whether at the server level or the workstation level, that's one of the first areas is to actually know what users and nodes are actually doing in your network. So before you can lock things down, you have to run a very detailed infrastructure analysis of not just AD, but all the components that hook into AD, all the applications that use AD and most of all, all the developers that have sold you applications over the years that use APIs that still leverage Active Directory. Because before you can migrate to the cloud, before you can get to zero trust, you've got to do that detailed infrastructure analysis of your AD environment. And That's what we have because a lot of our clients do.
0: And are there some good tools available to help you with that auditing and analysis function?
1: Absolutely. Both Quest and One Identity, our sister company, Um, we are well-versed and well-experienced in over 90% of the federal agencies in delivering such tools and solutions to not just achieve zero trust, but also to help you work with the technical debt that is Active Directory as part of the infrastructures and enterprises to get you to the modern architectures.
0: All right, so we know who to call. That would be Chris Roberts, the Federal Technology Director at Quest Software. Thanks so much.
1: Tom, been a pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: For more information on Quest and hyper-enhanced AD management, please visit questpublicsector.com. You've been listening to GovIT from TD Cinex Public Sector. We'll be back soon with more public sector IT content. I'm Tom Temin.